Peacock had its biggest weekend of revenue. Twitter, I mean X, had its best month of revenue. And an AI news app is shutting down that and more in this week in apps. Your weekly roundup of news about mobile apps and games with me, Ariel from Math Figures. Streamer Peacock is having a blast growing up, and it looks like it found a great growth engine sports. Last weekend, Peacock took things to the next level. For the first time, a first round NFL playoff game was exclusively available via a streaming platform and out on cable television, unless you're in Kansas City or Miami. Similar things have happened before and the result was usually a lot of frustration as servers crashed, users weren't able to watch the game. Not this time, thanks to the exclusive, Peacock made the most money ever in a single day. How much? $2.7 million according to our estimates, and that's net revenue which means what NBC gets to keep after Apple and Google take their fees. Although that's not enough to cover the more than $100 million NBC had to shell out to get the exclusive rights to this game. It's an aggressive move, a move that could soon make Peacock the highest earning streamer in the US. Peacock isn't too far off and with this spike, it far outpaced both competitors Disney Plus and Max, if only for a day. It's very clear to me the team behind it gets content and that's the ticket to the streaming race in 2024. I expect this growth to continue and even speed up this year. Is Peacock your favorite streamer? Let me know in the comments. Moving on. Last year, the founders of Instagram launched a brand new social app. Didn't hear about it? Probably because it was a news app. Artifact combines AI and social features to put a spin on news by creating a personalized news feed with comments and upvotes. Kind of like Reddit. And Artifact just announced it's shutting down next month. Why so soon, you might ask? Lack of demand. Let's have a look at the downloads. According to our estimates, Artifact had a total of 444,000 downloads from the App Store and Google Play between its public release in February and December. Smart News a similar competitor saw 2 million downloads in the same period. Artifact launched with a lot of buzz thanks to its founders, which led to a little more than 100,000 downloads in February, according to estimates. But the trend turned negative by month two, with downloads dropping rapidly. By April, downloads dropped to 46,000, and by June, to just 20,000. Competing with native options from Apple and Google without being much better is really tough. In a statement on Medium, the team said, we have concluded the market opportunity isn't big enough to warrant continued investment in this way. Looking at the downloads, it's very clear there was no product market fit for Artifact. Blaming the market is a lazy out. Looking at the trends of similar apps, this could have been clear before Artifact even began development and examining them after launch would have pushed Artifact to focus on what users actually needed. The real trap too many fall into is building blindly and not looking at the market or the competition. Next. Last week, Bending Spoons, the Italian company that recently acquired Evernote, acquired a portfolio of apps for just $100 million. And I say just because that's not a lot of money considering the apps being sold. The portfolio of apps, which was owned by Mosaic, included a few known names, which got me curious. Was the price tag worth it? I dug into the data and it's weird. Its leading earners include a translator, a weather app, and a spam call protector. But it also includes a PDF scanner, a plane tracker, an app for fasting, and more. It's really all over the place. According to our estimates, the portfolio earned $57 million in net revenue in 2020, which is what's left after Apple and Google take their fees. By that number, Bending Spoon made an amazing deal, but 2021 wasn't nearly as kind. Revenue across the portfolio dropped a whopping 27% to $42 million, and while the leak slowed down in 2022, revenue still went down 9% to $38 million. What's going on? Revenue in 2023 was down even more as the portfolio ended the year with 33 million dollars according to our estimates. That's a 42% drop since 2020. So by this number, the deal 
isn't nearly as good. So why did bending spoons do it? And this is all my opinion, but here's what I'm thinking. Number one, a massive user base. Our estimates show apps in the portfolio were downloaded more than 220 million times since 2020. Bending spoons might have a better idea for how to monetize these users and boom, that's a win. Number two, paying users. The portfolio is already earning money. Although the trend is negative, there are still thousands of users who are paying every month. If bending spoons can write the ship or get those users to pay more, the net result could be really positive. Number three, top contenders. The portfolio contains several apps that are very popular in their category. Acquiring them means Bending Spoons becomes the leader immediately and has a platform to get more out of the entire category. And the last one, number four, I saved the best for last, China. When I dug into where the portfolio is making money from, I noticed a surprising pattern. China is the highest or second highest earner from many apps. Not all, but enough. China is a big market that's growing fast. Acquiring the portfolio gives Bending Spoons a huge head start in China and also a lot of insight into spending patterns which they can use to improve their other apps in their portfolio. It's a massive advantage for the company that collects apps like Evernote. More on Evernote next week, so make sure to subscribe. I bet we'll see more consolidation of publishers like this in 2024. Now, December is behind us, which means it's time to check in on Twitter's mobile revenue. A monthly series I started back in 2019, Twitter is now X, and X has crossed a big milestone in December. According to our estimates, X earned $7.6 million of net revenue in December. That's a 22% increase from November's total, which was already higher than October. It also happens to be the most X has ever earned in a single month. In terms of consumer spending or gross revenue, as us developers would call it, users gave X $11 million, and that's the milestone. December is the first double-digit month for spending on X. The US continues to be X's biggest market with a 60% share of the total, with no other country having a double-digit share. Japan kind of gets close with 8%, and below it we have the UK, Saudi Arabia, and Canada. Yes, Saudi Arabia. Considering nothing major has changed with X in December, revenue growth is a good proxy for both engagement and demand, both climbing and with an election coming, I expect this revenue to continue growing even faster. Last for this week, if you've been around long enough to remember the humble beginnings of Angry Birds, you'll remember a game that was fun, but nothing too, too spectacular. But it got viral in the early days of the iPhone and the team behind it made a lot of good decisions that helped it become and stay a household name for many, many, many years. Not many games got that sort of virality after, but in 2020, one game did, Among Us. Among Us went viral in October of 2020, deep into lockdown season, thanks to gamers streaming it on Twitch. The game wasn't completely unknown before though. According to our estimates, Among Us was averaging 1.2 million downloads per month in 2019, but downloads started rising exponentially as lockdown started. Downloads doubled by July, then tripled in August, and then ballooned to 70 million in October. Success didn't last too long though. Downloads dropped to 24 million by January of 2021 and ended that year in the single digit millions. 2022 was pretty much the same. And in 2023, downloads got cut by half again. Why? I think it's lack of a change. The game didn't evolve much. The community didn't remain engaged and the company didn't push beyond enjoying the viral success. Angry Birds definitely did with the multiple versions and everything else. The company, I think, was enjoying the money a little bit too much. Before we get into money, let's total the downloads up. Our estimates show Among Us made its way into 550 million devices. Since 2020, that's more than a half a billion people. That's insane. Revenue followed downloads pretty tightly. Before going viral, the game was earning about $25,000 per month. But fast forward to October of 2020, and our estimates show net revenue shot up to $9.7 million. That's an increase of 38,700%. But like downloads, the fund didn't continue. By January, revenue dropped to $2.9 million. And by mid-2021, revenue plummeted to just 
$228,000. And the fall didn't stop there. By the end of 2023, revenue dropped below $100,000. I'm going to put on my judgy hat and say this was a huge missed opportunity. Going viral is a combination of luck and a good product, but turning temporary virality into sustained success requires a ton of work, and that's why we don't see it as often. Your app may never go viral, but if it does, please, please, please be ready. And if you don't know what to do, talk to me. That's it for this week. I hope you learned something new. See you next week.